1: And this is Lactation Business Coaching with Annie and Leah, where we talk about the smart way to create a compassionate and professional private practice. Let's dive in. Well, hey there, Leah. Hey, Annie. How are you today? I'm good. I'm excited because we are hanging out with Michelle Clark for our Ask the Expert bonus episode. And she's here to talk about her relactation journey as a lactation professional. So, so welcome, Michelle. Hi. Hi? hi. Hello. We're so glad you're here and to introduce Nichelle, for those of you that don't know her yet, Nichelle Clark uses the pronouns she, her, and she's a certified breastfeeding specialist, wife, and mother of one from Chesapeake, Virginia. She's the owner of Sunshine and Rainbows Lactation Services. She was born and raised in... Okay, I cannot say this with my Maryland accent, by the way. (laughs) Let me give it my best shot. Born and raised in Upper Marlboro, my... Okay, my Baltimore wants to say Marlboro. (laughs) No, say it in your Baltimore. Yeah. Yeah. Uncle Marlboro Marlboro, Merlin. Mm Uncle Marlboro Merlin. Michelle joined the United States Navy in 2010 and served honorably for seven and a half years. We thank you for your service. In her spare time, she admins multiple online support groups for people of color, providing breastfeeding support and lactation education to her local community. And I'm going to add, and beyond. Yes. <laughs> so welcome, Michelle. Sure. We're Thank so you. happy Thank to you. have
2: you here. I'm so happy to be here.
0: <laughs> well, Michelle, I know you had a very different journey, like you were in the Navy and we're doing way different things than you're doing now. So <laughs> tell us about what kind of led you into lactation. You know, I feel like we all have our story. What, what got you here? So what
2: led you down this path? So I am, of course, my business is called Sunshine and Rainbows. So I am a rainbow mom. Um, I had my son after two pregnancies. um, It didn't work out. And I was in the Navy and that was, you know, my purpose. But I really just wanted to be a mom. And, you know, my husband and I, we tried and tried and we finally got pregnant and I just had a friend I went to college with and she's like, yes, are you going to breastfeed or not? And I was like, I mean, I don't know. Like, sure, whatever. And so she's like, listen, I'll add you to this Facebook group. You can learn everything. And so I did that. Um, I kind of just stumbled into breastfeeding. And then I decided that I did not want to nurse. I wanted to explore exclusively pumping. And so I did all my research, and I did that, and then I had my son, and we exclusively pumped for 17 months, and he was able to get breast milk for 26 months, so a little bit after he was two. So that was pretty much my journey and all the research that I needed to do. was super hard because there's not a lot of people who are supportive of exclusively pumping or know a lot about it, so I had to come up with everything on my own, but we did it, and we made it, and I'm you know, glad to be able to share that with other people now, now that I figured it out.
0: (laughs) That's so cool. And I just want to clarify, did I hear you right that you pumped for 17 months, but Uh then he got your milk for 26?
2: Uh He did. I just had a natural oversupply.
0: (laughs) Yeah. I didn't do anything to make it come in. Yeah. Wow, I didn't realize that. Really? That's so awesome. And what a blessing because I know it's a hard journey to have a different journey, you know? And that's yes. like doubly hard. And you overcame
2: a lot of things to make oh, that yeah. happen. I've had my situs five times. Oh my gosh. I can't believe it. It's crazy. I should have quit a long time ago. Wow. <laughs> that, oh wow. You are. I'm surprised like, my boobs you... are still hanging on. Still hanging on. Yeah. <laughs> oh
1: my gosh. <laughs> So like at what point in all of this and you were, you know, in your pumping journey, which I'm sure had like a lot of just not just physical ups and downs, but like emotional ups and downs. It's such a like marathon, you know, anything with parenting is, but at what point did you feel like that transition of I'm doing this for me and for my baby to, I want to help other people on their journeys?
2: Yeah. So initially, I was the person who sought out all the education before I had him, and I reached out to some lactation professionals through his, you know, the pediatrician's office we were going to go through, and all that different stuff. And they were just like, "You're never going to be able to maintain a supply if you don't latch him." And I was like, "Well, uh, okay." And I found one IBCLC. She taught my breastfeeding class, and she said, "If you want to do this." you do it and you go full out. You know, there's not a lot of evidence on it, but you want to do it, you can't. Biologically, you can't. And so I did it. My baby was born. I said my baby. <laughs> my son was born six pounds, three ounces. So he was really tiny, considering genetics, me and my husband. And he was so tiny. And they were just like, we got to get his weight up. We got to get his weight up. Let's give him formula. I'm like, no, let me try. And I did it. And so it became this thing where I'm like, okay, now like, I'm a mom. I can do this. Like, I can make my baby grow. And I just started sharing stuff like on social media and people would reach out to me like, oh my God, that's what I want to do. Or like, how did you do it? And so I started sharing and then from
1: there, it just kind of took off. So, yeah. And now you're working towards becoming an IBCLC while actively helping families as a certified breastfeeding specialist. So you're you're doing it and you're going to keep doing it. And you're- that's awesome. Yeah. That is so exciting.
0: We're so excited to have you in the field with us. It's so awesome. Yeah, and you so bring me. so much, diverse. you know, <laughs> the, the, have the, the angle that you have and to have walked that journey and to be able to share that is like, you know, what so many of us come into this profession, kind of bringing our experiences and then growing your knowledge base so that you can really help others. I think it's super I think awesome.
1: Yeah. I mean, yeah, cause Leah and I, yeah. you know, when we were having our babies and starting our journey of helping families. It was, we were exactly what you were told is that, oh, exclusive pumping, it's too hard. It's mm-hmm. nobody can do it. And then, but like, you're here to tell us that that's, that we're wrong about that. And it's, <laughs> that's, that's why like, really like being told you're wrong can be one of the best Especially experiences you. you can have in your life absolutely it pushes yeah. you it's like okay I'm gonna it you and I, I hate to say that but it's like it just takes that drive
2: in you and it's like you know what you said i couldn't do it watch me
1: so, <laughs> yeah. yeah and then to like as a professional to get challenged on my assumptions and have to look into like what i was taught and to say like gosh there's a like like these things that i accept because that's what i was told are Mm -hmm. not necessarily true, not evidence-based, not what people are doing. And following your journey, getting to know you, reading how you advocate for, you know, I always will always associate this phrase with you, pumping is breastfeeding. I know, I love that. It is. And just that shift of like speaking those words, it's been very powerful for me in my own clinical practice to just bring that energy to the families that I'm working with and just hearing seeing how it changes them to hear me say that to them as the person there to help them to be like, you are breastfeeding. And they're like, and and not a single one has been like, no, I'm not. They're all like, I am. They want to (laughs) take (laughs) ownership. Yeah. Yeah.
0: I love it. I love it. And so you, I know through this whole crazy pandemic thing, some things like shifted for you because you had already ended your journey. Mm-hmm. And then you had stopped your breastfeeding journey around, you said like 17 months. And so mm-hmm. now your little one's older, but this pandemic kind of sparked something in you. Tell us a little bit about that and like,
2: what happened? Yeah. So it was honestly, it's an excuse. I used um, COVID-19 as an excuse to relax the edge missing it no one tells you about I think there's maybe like three articles I found about it about after you start breastfeeding and you start weaning how those hormones and those emotions affect you and so like for the longest time I was like I can't wait to be done with this you know I'm gonna get him to a certain we're gonna be done and then I started weaning and I started having all the feels and all the emotions and I was like once I was done I was like I miss it. And he, you know, he loves breast milk. Um, So, you know, he'll export with his food and stuff and having to be like, all right, honey, you know, we don't have any more. It's not like unlimited to five. It was harder for me than I thought it was going to be. And so he finished his last little bit of milk around December. And I still had milk through this whole time. So even then I still was, my body was producing milk, not as much. And so when the pandemic happened, I was just like, you know what? This will be a great time for me to just like, Give him some immunity or some antibodies to so whatever's out there. And I use it as an excuse to relaxate. <laughs> so, so that's what, what I did. I picked up my pump and I started just, you know, pumping. And that was about a month and a half
1: ago.
0: Right? That is amazing. And what kind of prompted you? Cause I know you've shared this journey very publicly. What mm-hmm. prompted that to happen? Like, why were you like, I want to tell more people about this? What was that?
2: So for Black History Month, I did a thing with a friend and we do a, a donation group for Black Breastfeeding Moms of Color. Um, and in our community, it's not really talked about, it's not really a thing. Milk sharing, peer-to-peer sharing, milk banking, unless you're like in the hospital critically ill, it's just really not something that we talk about a lot in our community. And so I thought, why not share my journey? Why not bring awareness? And then normalizing it because a lot of the moms, I was a donor. I still am. I'm a donor now. So the milk that I'm making now, I'm donating a majority of it and then a little bit for my own child. But a lot of the moms who have to seek out milk, it's one of these things like, I don't know, should I ask? Do people do this? Is this a thing? And so I wanted them to know that like you're not alone. And if you're having issues feeding your baby in this pandemic or just in life, like it's okay. And there are people who are more than willing to, to help you.
1: That's awesome. That's awesome. I love that. I'm going to take just a minute to tell you about Kathy's upcoming course. It is called Understanding Infant Reflux and Related Conditions in Lactation Practice. Early bird pricing is open now through May 16th, and which is the day, May 16th, when all of the course content is going to open. We've got six hours of recorded videos, plus an additional two SERPs. So that's eight L SERPs total for self-study work that Kathy is going to be grading and reviewing and giving you feedback on. So Kathy, you put your heart and soul into this course. I know all of the research that you did. What is one of the things that you're most excited about teaching learners in this course? Yeah. Maybe we shouldn't pay any attention to occult blood in the stool. I've actually had a couple of moms on elimination diet because of a positive occult blood test in perfectly happy, healthy babies. And this makes really no sense at all. But that's one of the little take-home messages. There are many. It's filled with nuggets and gems like that every second of this training is going to give you things that you're going to be able to use in your private practice. So definitely sign up for that. You'll have once you're in, you're going to have all the way until May of next year to get through this content because it's stuff that you're going to want to watch and rewatch again. So we're so excited that Kathy put this course together for us. it's so like fun to think about people who are taking what we're going through and using it as a reason to reach out to other people and share information. And I know like for me, getting clinical inspiration is a really helpful distraction from all of the stress of <laughs> living in a pandemic. So I've really loved watching um, you share with what's what's happening. And it, it does feel like she got more today and my bags (laughs) fill up is like so exciting I mean, it's been a long time since I had milk coming out of mine so (laughs) living vicariously through you because you know I do have like any of any of us that have breastfed you know when it's when it's done you never forget what that meant to you forever how long you did it even if it was a short amount of time it's always something that you know you you have a memory of and have emotions attached to and so definitely really resonated with what you were saying about like, my body can do something for somebody else and how yeah. amazing is that? It's yeah, the coolest.
0: I know. I remember the day that you got the first sprays <laughs> and I was like, oh, there's sprays. There's sprays. I was so excited. And it was, it's been so fun to watch the journey and then like to add on top of it, knowing you know what we know about lactation. It's like, oh, you know, her volume's really getting up there. You know, it's like yeah. the context is. It's just been such a fun, fun thing to get to to watch your journey for
1: sure. Oh, thank you. So, as somebody who's been on now, like, on both sides, and recently, you know, not like a million years ago, <laughs> like me, but like lately, like Tuesday, you've been. In the- dealing with this just before I hopped on here I did I had to do my 230 pump so yeah what
2: pump what pump do you use I've got to ask so I use the Spectra S1 and I also use the LV it's been really helpful because I have a very active two and a half year old Mm. um so even though the Spectra S1 is great that's what I used with him initially you know little wires and stuff and you know, you don't want to be karate chopped by Spider-Man with your pump tubing. So I need something <laughs> a little bit more mom-friendly.
1: Cool. So the specter S2 and the and the LV. And you've been happy with the mm-hmm. LV? Yes.
2: I love it. It is a godsend for moms with very active children or, you know, if you have to work. Even me, like I've had virtual consults and stuff or latch assist, you know, appointments. And I've been able to like, all right, I'm going to make my pump breaks. And yeah, I have to pull out a bunch of stuff. So it's,
1: it's worked out really right. well. So what do you want other lactation consultants and lactation professionals to know about working with families who are exclusively pumping or who are relactating? What are the what are the things that you want to make sure we all know? I want them all to know
2: that pumping is breastfeeding. That is my pumping thing. Is um, it's pumping is breastfeeding. And then if you say it, you'll begin to believe it and you'll be able to live it. But honestly, relaxation is hard. It's super duper hard. I used to always say, I'm like, oh yeah, relaxation is possible. And here's the way. And, you know, in the books and the journals, they tell you the steps and the tools, but when you're really going through it, you know, it's hard. And my child isn't, dependent on this milk to, to live, you know, he can eat other foods. He's old enough to do that now, but I just imagine if he wasn't <laughs> and, you know, we're like, we're all excited. Cause I'm getting sprays, but like before that, you know, for three weeks, I was just getting droplets. Mm. I would pump, you know, around the clock eight times a day, you know, staying up late at night to, to make sure I got those midnight pumps in right before I got me some sleep and I was just getting drops. And it's so discouraging sometimes. And it's just like, okay, I'm doing all this work. Like, is it even worth it? You know, and then I can celebrate those, those, oh yeah, you know, those milestones. But for those parents, it's, it's hard. It's really, really hard. And you have to have a great support system. And I mean that support system in your
1: lactation professionals.
2: Definitely cheering you on. Definitely just being there with the, the information. So
1: what can we say that makes things better? that really shows, shows that our clients, that we are their cheerleader. Cause I know that's what Leah and I want to be and how we want to show up for them. So like, what are, can you give us some examples of wordings that can really like help speak, speak goodness into these families' lives? I think it's just that compassion, stepping
2: away a little bit from what the book says. We know what the book says. We are the professionals. We you know, we have the access to the resources, but really that compassion, asking how they're doing. I did work with an IBCLC. Her name is Brenna Sampi and she is amazing. She specializes in trans lactation and adoptive lactation. So she was really able to help me get that milk supply back up, but she was just there, you know, how are you doing today? How are you feeling? I know it's hard. I know, you know, you must be going through these stages. This is the beginning stage, you know, and just keep it up. So just those little check-ins to say, okay, I understand that this is hard for you and I just want to be able to support you in any way you need it. Sometimes it's just they need a funny meme or, you know, just a quick conversation. And sometimes they really need you to be honest with them. Like she's saying, you know, she told me, she said, listen, you're going to have times where you're only going to get dropped. Do not give up. You can do this. You can press through it. So mixing the facts, you know, because we have the facts with that compassion, I think is super duper helpful.
0: It sounds like to me... Working with a mom that might be relactating, or a family that's choosing exclusive pumping, that they really need a lot of maybe walking along the journey with them. Like I hate to say handholding because you're definitely not doing the work, but you're like standing by them, holding the space for them. Yeah. Versus, like I think in some lactation consults, you know, we give our care plan and then we might, you know, wait for them to reach out to us if they're having problems. Like if things aren't getting better, we're like kind of waiting on them. It sounds like in these journeys, because the path is more challenging, it's like a steeper climb. You're saying that having more check-ins, more, you know, just being there for them and letting them know like you can do this, like that cheerleading is really what shifts
2: it Is is what I'm hearing you say. Am I right about Yeah. Yeah, definitely. And then the resources. One thing that was really helpful to me was to have resources about it even before I started. Okay, so this is exclusive pumping. This is what it is. You may randomly at three o'clock in the morning have this one question. Here's a link for that. You know, so that (laughs) kind of stuff. It's super helpful because then I'm up and Dr. Google is telling me that my leg is going to fall off even though I'm talking (laughs) about milk. So it's like just having those resources there for them, I think it's really, really helpful because like you said, it's, it's super challenging. And some people don't think pumping is breastfeeding. And so that's hard. You don't know. A lot of moms I deal with don't know that they should go to a lactation consultant. If they're having issues with pumping, I mean, that's a really big thing. You know, I'll say, hey, well, have you thought about seeing IBCLC? And they're like, well, no, I'm pumping. And I'm like, no, 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 they're there for that too. You know, definitely just the support and even in like your practices, social medias, just putting stuff out there about that so that people know, okay, I can come to them if I'm having an issue with my pump, if my phalanges don't fit, you know, if I'm not getting, you know, as much milk as I was before I went back to work. So stuff
0: like that. That's super helpful. It made me think of another question during this journey of, well, both, both journeys that you've had, you know, the exclusive pumping and the relactation. Did you also have like community support in the sense of like, did you reach out to other families who might be making, doing the same thing that you're doing? Did you have any resources like that available to you? Cause I know, you know, they say like mom to mom support support or peer to peer support is so helpful. Did you have that available to you? I
2: did with the exclusive pumping. There are a few like groups on Facebook that are really, really good. There's one called Exclusive Pumping, Breastfeeding Without Nursing. And it's ran by Lactation Professionals. So that was super duper helpful to have the clinical side of lactation with also people who are going through it and other moms, not just the professionals, but other moms saying, you know, this is something I went through. This is normal for you to, you know, feel like this or experience this. And then with relactation, it took a little while for me to kind of find, I had to search out like groups about relactation Mm. and parents doing it. And a friend randomly invited me to a group and I was able to find some support there. So yeah. Oh, that's awesome.
1: And now you're creating that support space for other people with the work that you're doing. And it's just, that's what it's all about is we take what we've gone through and we like show the greatness of it as a way to help other people. And we really see you as somebody who is just making a big difference for not just for families but for lactation professionals for us like really by like the more we get to know you the more we're inspired to make changes in, in the way we do things and that's that's a good thing I'm into it I'm here thank for you. it so yes I um, appreciate you
0: helping us be better at our jobs <laughs> thank you
1: well, thank you so much again for being with us. You also may know Nichelle as one of the co-founders and creative geniuses behind the boob tees, which <laughs> Leah and I often wear. I'm not wearing one today, but Leah is. So she does those with Courtney Polk and they are so fun. And I have too many of them, but you can't have too many because they keep coming up with you new do. cute one. Can't have too many. <laughs> And so if you want to look, learn more about boob teas and also get to know Nichelle better and check out her blog, you can go to her website, which is sunshineandrainbowslactation.com. And she's got some great articles up there. She's got some good infographics. She's got one on milk storage that is pretty great to look at. And then while you're there, you're going to... Spend all your disposable income on t-shirts <laughs> that's what happens um totally happened to me <laughs> yep it happened to me too so yeah. thank you for listening to this bonus episode ask the expert on lactation business coaching we hope to see you in the lactation business coaching community at patreon.com lactation business coaching your support as a patron helps us to continue to provide you with our podcast for free and these bonus episodes we are able to do these because we have seen such great support for the podcast or the community so please join please please give your money we (laughs) promise to use it to show you cool people like michelle
2: all right until next time
1: thanks michelle bye bye
0: if you enjoyed today's episode please share it with a friend and leave us a review. Be sure to hit that subscribe button so you never miss an episode. Did you know that for just $15 a month, you can join our live Deeper Dives and also get all of our recordings back through January of 2020. Sign up today and be part of the conversation. The magic happens when you show up.